The world is ever changing and sometimes we just need a helping hand. Hey, it's one more about the Rama. New apps here, new tech there. It's all very exciting, but it's nice to have something you can count on. Like insurance from State Farm. ¿Tienes preguntas sobre tu seguro? Con State Farm puedes llamar a tu agente o conectar con ellos. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You ever heard the phrase, the more things change, the more things stay the same? And while we love the excitement of new things, it's also nice to have the reliability of something constant. Hey, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when it comes to insurance, State Farm is a good neighbor you can count on. Solo llama a tu agente. Another way State Farm helps is by supporting the creators and storytellers of the Michael Tuda Podcast Network family. Con la ayuda de State Farm, estamos ayudando y asegurándonos de que nuestras voces sean escuchadas. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. This is the Custard TV Podcast. It's the Custard TV Podcast. Hello, it is Luke just getting over the man flu. I bet I picked it up because I'm always working on the website. I bet it's not man flu. It's probably one of them computer viruses. We hear oh, so I was just about, about to say, it, your computer um, virus. <laughs> uh, I'm Luke, runner and editor of the website, joined as always on this very podcast by Gary, who has just this second finished a digestive biscuit. Yes, and other fun things in my life that I can't even be bothered to tweet about. Do they but... um, do they digest quicker than the average biscuit? Uh, no, the light digestive digests quicker because they're lighter. And what I'm about... joined by Matt oh, as well. Hi, Matt. What about the chocolate digestive? I was just going to ask. Oh, no, no, oh. no. That, that's, that, that's heavy. Stodgy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Matt, I'm running this podcast. We've moved on. And oh. Matt, what was the last thing you ate, Matt? I've just had um, pea and ham soup for my lunch because I've been at work this morning, so I've just sort of got back and ate. When you say you ate, what you actually did was slurp. No, there's pea and ham in the soup, isn't mm. there? Was there any yeah. chewing involved in that at all? There was, because I had a, a roll with it as well. <laughs> oh, okay, you left the roll out. You should never discard the roll. It's a very important part of the soup experience. And I do use the, it to sort of as a sort of surrogate spoon, and, you know, get the bit of it anyway. Enough of my <laughs> That sounds Matt, like... Matt, that Matt does did sound what like I would a new... call the um, Oasis special. Yeah. And he had a roll with it. That joke is sponsored by 1996. And then we talk about <laughs> the best and the worst on the box in the last, or over the last seven days, I should say. Uh, quite a lot to be getting on with. Um, we do news, reviews and previews in that order. Um, Gary is all over the news, like hot pea soup. Pea and ham. Sorry, sorry. And a roll. And a roll. Was there any butter? <laughs> Matt, I'll move on. Um, was there we butter were talking... on it, Matt? Was there was butter on the roll. Oh, with butter on. or margarine, or butter. I don't believe it's not margarine. It was sort. Of, it's it's that anchor light stuff. So it's sort of half, It's a half and half butter margarine. Sorry, Gary. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we you... covered the whole. Yeah. Food, I had a cup of tea as well, Luke. That's it. That's all <laughs> I've had. 
I'd What's disappointing is that we're called the Custard TV Podcast, and not one of us is a custard. <laughs> so uh, there's, a, there's a gag there. I had there it last night with a, I had it last night with a Mr. Kitty. Too late, we move on. It was last night. The podcast okay. is today. Move on. Uh, moving on to the news. Uh, we talked last week, Matthew and I, uh, about The Voice and how they've hired... Um, Kylie Minogue to replace Jesse J. Well, now they've they filled out their roster. Uh, they've brought in Ricky Wilson. Yes, he of the uh, the Kaiser Chiefs, as predicted on this very podcast by uh, Matthew Northern Donnelly. I, I predicted uh, that. Take I did not out. predict a riot like uh, Ricky Wilson did. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I just thought someone indie, someone a bit older than Danny O. What's his face? Donnelly. And I was like, you know. But Matt Bellamy, maybe, maybe the guy from Snow Patrol, or maybe Can Ricky Wilson. Can I ask Wilson. you something? Can I ask you something? I think there's a really, for me, I think there's a really interesting phenomenon happening with The Voice and with X, and just with any talent show, is that when, I mean, Matt, as you say, correctly predicted Ricky Wilson and Kylie Minogue's on there now, who is not such a big name now as she perhaps was eight, no, nine I years would, ago. I would say that. Well, you don't know her quite as well uh, as I do. I mean, she's just, she never leaves me alone, the woman. She's got so much time on her hands. But my my thing is, people, is it wrong of me to think that people immediately lose their credibility when they sign up for something like this? Because I sort Um, of feel that about the Kaiser Chief guy, especially. But when when was the last Kaiser Chief's album stroke Mm. hit? It was yeah. a while back now. Ruby, I Ruby, mean, Ruby, 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 was that the last one? Possibly. There might have been one after that. But There's been a couple after that. But yeah, There's no, been a I couple after that. Mean. But do you know what I mean? And it's like, doesn't seem to have hurt Jessie J. She's back no. in the charts at the moment, is she not? In the pop charts? In the top 100? What, in the... Uh, uh, in the hit in parade. The, uh, in the hit parade, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's back in the hit parade, pop pickers. Oh, no, I better not use that phrase. Uh, oh, no, he was all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't seem to have hurt Willard, does it? Willem. Willem? No. I refuse to call him Will. I am now. I call him Willem. Well, yeah, but, but, you know, Tom Jones' credibility was always that he was a a 60s... I I, I think as well, yeah, I I think it will... Because a lot of the comments I saw when they announced Ricky Wilson was just, you know, who... They spent, you know, they spent so much money on Kylie that they had to sort of get him in. And I was like, well, no, because it's it's the mixture then, isn't it? They've got that that, that mixture of of styles then, and I think he's... yeah, but it, but again, you you were right last week. They've gone for three lads and a lass. Mm. You know. Yeah, but I think that's that's all right in a way. And again, I think he doesn't take himself too seriously, like we said about Kylie last week. No, I think has he done with, a never, I think he's, he's done a few. Never mind the Buzzcocks. He's hosted. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I think thinking, so. He's kind of up for it, isn't he? You know. Yeah, and and I think he's got that much experience in the music business as well, whereas Danny really didn't. And I think I think it's it's a more credible lineup this year in terms of the. The um, the judges, I would say. Oh, sorry, it coach, worth, coaches. It, it coaches, might be worth yeah. saying coaches. at this point that uh, on the website, thecustardtv.com, there is a poll asking you lovely people with ears whether you will watch The Voice given mm. all the changes it's going through uh, when it returns in January next year. You can vote now on whether you will be suckered back in or, or give the show a third chance or even a first chance. If what, you what about you, Luke? I won't. Oh. Because I just think the format is boring. I will, but I won't hold out any hope that the winner will become an international no. superstar like they think. I think at the end of the day, you know, yeah, they're picking... There are contestants in The Voice, and this is true of both series, that are non-traditional talent show 
contestants, but the people who are voting at the end of the day will pick like a blind girl or that you know the the last who won the first series, who's very you oh, know. You went the very northern on us I there. Did, I did. Uh, oh, he means woman for anyone. Can who I can I just say though that I mean as well I think. The, the X Factor has clearly watched The Voice mm. and clearly decided that bringing back famous people or former contestants has worked for them this year, which The Voice did. You know, in its first series, you had a couple of people who, you know, because it was the, the, the blind auditions. And also this year, they have done that. They've changed that format that kind of is a little bit voice-esque, you know, where they have the, the idea of... Thing. Yeah, the boot camp the thing, which I think, yeah, so... Yeah, I agree. I, I was thinking Whilst that. the voice itself hasn't improved, it has influenced other talent shows. Mm. And the, uh, are you going to mention the hosts? Well, yes, well? I'm going to mention the hosts. Uh, I'm going to talk about the fact that um, Holly and... Um, what's his face? Um, Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, sort of. Ra- no, Rastamouse. <laughs> Rastamouse. Holly uh, and Rastamouse. Holly and Rastamouse won't be presenting <laughs> it next year. Uh, and they've pinched... Big Brother presenter Emma Willis from Channel 5. Well, no, although, she's still, still going to yeah, be doing... I, I'm guessing she's going to do both, which is why they've hired, you know, sort of yeah. moved this to January. And um, one of JLS, Marvin Coombs. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's I going to be Coombs. one, so... You know, I think yeah, he's up. swallowed his own tongue there. I've, un-urban, I, I've unurbanised him. What I would uh, say is that I hope that it's mainly Emma Willis doing the auditions and Marvin oh, maybe I'm just sure comes... Come well, that's how Reggie was, Marvin just come... Well, no, because they, doing... they shared the auditions, Holly and Reggie did, but when it yeah. got to the live shows, it was it was um, Reggie well, in that little room. And I hope I think, that... I think the auditions, they could yeah. do the same way because it wasn't really presenting, it's all to take. I, I don't live think shows they... But I said in my in my article that I wrote when uh, when Kylie was was cast, and I wrote it's it's still on the website, guys. If you it's haven't still read on it, the website. Visit uh, it. Just yeah, um, I said that it doesn't need to host, and I don't think it does need to host. I don't think that you know that sort of V room thing adds anything to the voice, and I think they could have scrapped that. And nothing against Marvin, but just I, I don't think it needs to host. And I really like Emma, and I think she's done really well on Big Brother. And I know one of Luke's things about the first series was that he didn't like Holly's sort of uh, leading questions, was it, Luke, that you said? Well, yeah, she, she used to say, um, that was really hard, but they did really well, didn't they, Tom? And then he'd go, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> think they could have gone for someone who... I mean, even Emma Willis, I mean, I know she's got an MTV background, but I think they should have gone for a presenter with a more music-based knowledge. I mean, I, I wouldn't have predicted her, but even Fern well, Cotton... Harris is free at the minute. Yeah, that's I right. Mean... No, he could be busy around about January. Um, but they could have... Even Travis, like you know, the old... Yeah. The old yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, they could have gone for somebody who has a... You know, as a DJ, or as an interest in music side of it, because at least then they could have been but... a bit more critical in the music part uh, of it. I, I understand, but I think watching her on Big Brother, I think anything like Emma hosts, I think she sort of has that enthusiasm for the format, like Dermot does on X Factor. He mm. sort of does that thing where he sort of sticks up for the contestants and sort of, he picks the judges up on comments they've made, doesn't he, Dermot does, and I think that Emma... Yeah, will, he doesn't let... Factor last night. I've got to ask you this while I think of it. Have they scrapped X Factor voice man? No, we haven't back for the heard live X Factor voice man yet, have we? You don't in this bit. You you bring him back for the live shows. Do you? All right. I think maybe yeah, it costs. Yeah, well, it's the, there's a double dip. What's her face going on, isn't there? So I suppose they'll have to. 
I really like those. You can get them from Sainsbury's. Hmm. Yeah, but the nice with pea and ham soup. I believe so. Uh, Marvin is, of course, also married to um, Rochelle. Oh, well, Rochelle. Um, I was, so I was thinking some, you wouldn't get the name there, Gary. There's some knowledge <laughs> And she was previously in S Club Juniors, so... Oh, um, God. Yeah. oh my God, he's on fire. He's on fire. Maybe you the reason I say that is because weren't, weren't Marvin and Rochelle tipped to present this morning at some point? They did, they did do a they did, but they, they, well, they did one episode, didn't they? And I think yeah. they were talking about maybe having them host their own show yeah. necessarily this morning. Can but... I just say at this point as well, in Gary's defence, if anybody in the next five days does look up his internet history that's why S Club <laughs> Juniors will be there yes, <laughs> no other reason really for research purposes <laughs> uh, but you, I'm also you, quite uh... glad that the BBC didn't hire Matt Willis uh, who's married to Emma Willis um, of Busted they are, that's the intent knowledge of my 90s hip hop is pop. this um, is <laughs> this your uh, Smash Hits uh, audition this, yeah. <laughs> is that still around Smash Hits it is no. on. It's a music channel, um, but it's not a magazine. Anymore. No, the magazine yeah. is that still no, around? Not, people that... don't. Kids don't read magazines. Uh, not yeah. unless it comes with an iPad or something. Yeah. Anyway, moving, moving on. Swift. Um, Sky have invested in new drama. It says on my sheet, but I'll explain more about that because uh, there's an article on the website, uh, the www.thecostertv.com. Don't um, put that in front of www. <laughs> It'll confuse things. Oh, okay. <laughs> www.thecustomtv.com um, So Sky have decided to invest in some British drama, which is good for us. It means that they probably won't buy as many American imports this year. Um, but um, but it means that they're, they're sort of pushing a bit of uh, the British drama, which is good, because we'll talk later about how one channel is letting us down on that a little bit. Uh, hey, some of the new shows... Some of the new shows, there's a, a medical drama called Critical, uh, and a psychological thriller called Penny Dreadful. Um, there's such talent as Josh Harshnett, Ben Wishell, Billy Piper, Eva Harshnet. Green. Uh, harsh. He can be quite harsh. Indeed, he can. Ashley Walters, um, him from the So Solid crew. See? Oh my one. god, you must what? have been so... What was, his, what was his name in So Solid crew? Come on. Was he Asher D? Oh, oh my that? god. Oh, look at that. I got He's obviously been pulling out the uh, 2001 oh. Smash It's Annual. <laughs> and Corey, son of Roy Kinnear. Um, uh, now, there's there's uh, there's also one called Foxtrot and one called Night Shift. So the the stars that I've mentioned are kind of sort of spattered Mixed around in. those stars. Yeah. Um, now, we've all met Stuart Murphy, haven't we, Director of Sky Entertainment, I think, actually? I haven't. Oh, you you I haven't, haven't, but I haven't. I know Matt has. Uh, and he's, oh, he's l- launched the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, I get, I get the names of 90s pop stars right, but you, I can't get it. Luke! Um, so, he's announced that they're all very happy, uh, and they believe that, that pushing you know, world-class talent is the best way to get their, their channel well-known. I mean, some of these will probably be on Sky Atlantic, some on Sky One. What do we think? Sky Living. The Maybe not on Sky I'm... Living. There's already going to be a little bit of a push on Sky Living soon, isn't there? The thing is, I am still, I am, this is just me talking, I am still quite, I don't know what the right word is, so I'll use the incorrect word and you can fill in the right word when you listen back to the podcast. I'm still quite snobbish about um, Sky Drama, it's like five drama for me. Uh, Mad Dogs was really good. Um, What they tend to do though is get these big names and then put them in quite lacklustre... You know, 
parts. Critical sounds really good. It's from uh, writer Jed Mercutio of Line of Duty and Bodies, and it's another medical drama. So I've got a lot of hopes on that, but Penny Dreadful sounds bloody dreadful. Penny um, Dreadful. And I just don't know. I, I think it's going to take a while. I think there's still a stigma mm, attached to Sky Drama. Do, do you think, I mean, they've me. been... The, the Strike Back series has been really successful. Now, I know that's a co-production. Do you it's think awful, that's possibly though. where... Sky... No, but, I mean, it's been successful. It may not be critically very good, but it's done well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, is it that Sky need to perhaps look at doing some co-productions with American programmes? You know, do you think they should have... Do you think perhaps they should have stuck some money in the 24 remake? You know, and said that no, was a Sky they, production. They shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't need to. And I have to say, I have to prefix what I said about there being a, a stigma towards Sky drama. I think there is a stigma towards Sky drama, but not Sky comedy. I think some mm. of my favourite comedies of last year were on Sky. Moon Boy and uh, The Cafe. Of Touch of Cloth. You know, all those sort of things. Yeah. And Stella even. really enjoyed Sky comedy. Sky drama has a long way to go. Uh, and for me, they're still new at it, and they're still finding their feet. But I would never choose, at this point in in the game, a Sky drama over a really well-produced, well-put-together BBC or ITV piece. Interesting. It's funny that you mentioned Stella, because a Stella cast has been cast oh. for... From here to there, which is a new BBC drama coming up in the new year, I believe. Uh, you say problem, that with so much conviction, it I is know. untrue. It's almost yes. as if I read it beforehand. Uh, such stars as Philip Glenister, uh, recently on Mad Dogs, that we mentioned a moment ago. And Bernard Bixby. Hill, who uh, was uh, very good in Lord of the Rings. Stephen McIntosh, recently on What Remains, oh, which uh, later. Uh, Saskia Reeves, Liz White, Luther. Daniel Rigby, and Morven Christie from Hunted, though I'm sure he or she wants to forget that. Um, <laughs> That's a fairly... He or she... Just hedging my bets. <laughs> I wasn't sure with a name like Morvin. You know, it could be like Marvin, like a boy. So, anyway. Uh, oh, fairly so good cast. It gets more offensive. Life is full of surprises. Some good, some not so much. Hola, it's Honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show, Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected turns has been an important part of our success. Pero we can use some help. Oh, yes. La buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a State Farm agent, you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in safeguarding your goals? Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está allí. We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of the IC. Every week, this... I die. It's like when I called that woman out of uh, Thingy uh, series. Don't even do it. No, I'm not kidding. Um, now, again, <laughs> that's a fairly good cast. Are we expecting anything from here to there? 
What does that even mean? Well, no, but I mean, again, you just, in light with what you just said about Sky, is this just a collection of good, good character actors? I see what you mean. I see. Or is there actually going to be um, a television show behind it? No, this has got. It's also got a good writer behind it. Who's, okay. Whose name who's I the forget. Writer? I wish you hadn't asked me that. <laughs> I uh, I know who the writer is. Bear with me. Um, I'll be able to tell you. I don't know why I don't know it off the top of my head. I should. What with being a TV dial. Um, who is writing it? That's a good question. Peter Boker. Peter Boker, oh, yeah. who had previously written Monroe, which the podcast as a unit yep. enjoyed. Occupation. Um, Occupation, which again the podcast as a unit enjoyed. And it's based on real events. So it's the it's the IRA bombing in in nineteen ninety six. And, and it's sort of And one of the directors is James Strong who directed a lot of Broadchurch. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think BBC drama is still still where it's at for me at the minute. Uh, we'll come on to I mean, I think they stamp all over that point we'll, in a minute. We'll probably, I mean, none of us have talked much about Atlantis, but if you're watching the BBC on anything at the moment, it's Atlantis adverts every ten minutes, isn't it? It really is. And also, they're putting it on at 8.15, which yeah. I think is We're a bizarre place for that. Um, I don't know whether it'll be... Moving on, last night in the American states of USA, um, the evening Emmys, not the daytime Emmys, the evening Emmys were announced for 2013. Um, so if you're not wanting to be sport about that, because it will be on 5 USA this evening, then I suggest you fast forward this part of the podcast. Look away now. Look away Look now. Look away now, uh, yes. Look away now. I should just read out a few of the top winners. I should just look at, read out a couple of top winners. Uh, I won't say anything, but if Matt or Luke have a particular comment about a show, they will jump in. The winner of the Outstanding Comedy Award was Modern Family. Brilliant. Yep. Uh, the winner of the Lead Actress in a Comedy Series was Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep, mm. which I... Yeah, I, I enjoy that, yeah. I just quickly comment that Modern Family didn't win as much as it normally does. I think the the Sitcom Award was its only main... Yeah. yeah, none of the cast won this year. Um, I'm just looking. None of the cast were rec- none no, of the cast no. were, were nominated for lead actress. No, it's um, always in the supporting. They are always the, in the supporting. All the cast members. Lead actor is uh, Jim Parsons for The Big Bang Theory. Um, Fantastic. Extreme. He's incredibly popular in that, isn't it? That's uh, that's. Yeah. Uh, that even the bit part actors in that show have just been given huge wage rises. Uh, to keep going in America because it's up to like series seven or something. Mm. Uh, the winner of best supporting actress uh, was uh, Merit Weaver, a Weaver, Weaver, sorry, yeah. uh, for Nurse Jackie. I'm not as into. That I, I like. I I'm a big Nurse Jackie fan, and I think she's very. I think that's a deserved one. I think um, Edie Falco should probably should have got it as well. But Merit Weaver is very good as the sort of dippy nurse in it. And supporting actor Tony Hale of Veep. Uh, Tony Hale was of course previously in. Um, Arrested Development. Arrested Buster. Development. Which also and again, good. he's very good in, in Veep. I, I, very good I, I enjoyed in that shit. Yeah. Very good. The winner of drama series, no big surprises, was Breaking Bad. A lot of people put a lot of money on Game of Thrones, but Breaking Bad was the overall winner here. Um, no awards this year for Downton Abbey. Um, is the good. love affair with America fading? We don't know. Uh, lead actress in a, in a drama series went to Claire Danes in Homeland. I'm not sure that in the second series she was as good as in the first series. No, so I that's, think that's I think that goes to the entire series of Homeland, though. Yeah, 
Although from what I've read, the third series is excellent. And my the best one, and probably the only surprise of the evening, oh, yeah. was that Jeff Daniels won Best Actor in a Drama Series for The Newsroom. Mm. Uh, oh, I against... thought it was for the uh, more dramatic uh, Dumber and Dumber remake. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure he will win for that. He was up against some big names, Hugh Bonneville, Brian Cranston, John Hamm, Damien Lewis and Kevin Spacey. So I think actually, rather than it being a shock, I think there was just a lot of spread of votes. I think, you know, a lot of Breaking Bad fans would have gone for Brian Cranston, the Homeland and, you know, everything else. I think I think it was, you know, just the newsroom fans were out there. Uh very quickly some of the other supporting actor uh was Bobby Cannaville for Boardwalk Empire, which I've not seen a lot of. Kind Anna of Arla, Gunn, yeah, his name yeah, is. And a gun for Breaking Bad, which which helped Breaking Bad have a pretty good evening. Uh the outstanding reality show winner was The Voice in America, which shows that it's more popular over there than it is over here. That's not hard. That's not hard. Um, da, 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 just going down the rest of the winners. Uh, miniseries Best Actress, Laura Linney uh, for The Big C, which is shown on E4 over here. More 4. Um, more 4, sorry. And uh, the only Brit of the evening was the um, the writer of... I've forgotten her name. The Hour. The Hour. Abby, Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan. That's it. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Got the first part right. Come on. Abby Morgan, um, spot on. Uh, dear BBC, you cancelled this show too soon, I think. Uh, this didn't. This, ha- this happened with the fades, isn't it? They, they cancelled the fades and then it won an award. They've cancelled this and now it's won an award. Mm, BBC. Perhaps Something they should get rid of there. the voice. What, I'll replace it with uh, yeah, the Yeah, win an award and then it does. Just yeah, get yeah, it. rid of an award. I think- and lastly in the news, and this was only announced today, uh, that uh, good old Channel 4, the spender of uh, good advertising money, are going to be creating a show called Sex Box. <laughs> okay, oh, I'll, let, I'll just I'll just let that seep in for a moment. Hosted by um, <laughs> Mariella Frostrop, uh, which sounds like a sex problem in the first place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and apparently, on this show, nothing will, nothing will be seen. It's not going to be salubrious. Okay, but, Gary works but, in the oh, NHS for those yeah. who aren't, <laughs> but not in that part. Um, the um, the couples will be going into a box and enjoying each other's company. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why Gary describes things. Uh, this and, might be the best be podcast we've ever done. There will be an audience and some specialist sex therapists, and they will watch the couple, but you won't. Uh, you will just deal with okay. the aftermath. This is the latest sort of Jay Hunt thing, isn't it? And um... is she going to be on it? Flip it out. No, no, no. But this is. <laughs> Luke, that's right, isn't it? This is Jay Hunt again. It is. It's, it's uh, Jay Hunt doing the same thing. I've said it probably on countless podcasts, and I, it annoys me to repeat myself. No, She's no, just commissioning no, she, anything, yeah. commissioning anything that she can to make Channel 4 look edgy. Actually, what it makes them look is seedy and scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I know, know people will watch it, this. No, I know she makes you quite should... testy, doesn't she, Luke? <laughs> Yes. Is it is it that they've put up a suggestions box somewhere at Channel Four and basically sort of like Alan Alan thingy, you know? Oh, like, don't is, say tits, no. <laughs> is it possible that monkey tennis is coming quite soon? <laughs> <by the way? laughs> but this may is well be this may well be climax of Jay Hunt's uh, career. Yeah. Oh, will you? Is it, it going to be backtrack backpacking with Chris Eubank or whatever it was? I know. I'm just waiting. Do so you think she might have finally blown her load on, on this one? Anyway, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> can we move on to the reviews? Right, oh, can we stop? Please stop. That, it's, that what we reviews. should say about this is it's uh, a one-off documentary 
uh, not documentary. It's it's a one-off entertainment show. It's part of their sex season, uh, which includes the uh, other great documentary, Porn on the Brain. Um, I just what the is that an Probably an Apple thing. Yeah. Am I just being really prudish, or or is this awful? Yeah, it's just a bit. But if that's a one-off, does that mean it won't come again? Um, it's the kind of thing that um, <laughs> it's the kind of thing that um, Channel Four used to do twenty-five years ago at like midnight, and to be yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. The joy of sex with, didn't they? With the red do. with the red triangle, but now they're doing it in prime time. <laughs> controversial. Well, I think that's what you get if you don't get used for text. <laughs> the red triangle. <laughs> oh, I know this is you a good thing. Remember the reviews? Take over quick. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a three-minute advert break. <laughs> <laughs> Right. adverts for thrush cream. Right, X Factor. <laughs> so, somebody, somebody call that <laughs> I think the bad flu might have killed him. So this last, the, uh, this weekend was the last um, of the audition stage of the X Factor going into uh, boot camp next week. Um, I f- personally felt that it was. Um, it was a bit of a sort of uh, low weekend. I didn't think there was any real sort of standout. It really no, did limp moments. to the finish line, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, lo- lots of it was just <sighs> Gary Barlow trying to break up friendships this weekend. Trying to sort of... Yes. That was painful television, that was a bit. But you did if, it he ever asked me, if he ever asked me, oh, I, I would go solo. Yet. I would go solo from both of you if he asked me. Well, okay. to be fair, to be fair, she was the only one who who wasn't carrying some excess baggage. If we're honest, she was very sort of pop star esque. The other two, because she, I didn't think she was that great a singer uh, in terms of the group. Are you talking about the ones from Saturday or Sunday now? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought she was good. I didn't think. I was surprised they didn't make her audition again on her own. Very surprised. They may well have done, but we didn't see it. Well, uh, then why? That then makes me think, why not show it? I mean, last night had loads of acts that we've never seen before. Last night's arena show, those rockers we've never seen before, have we? Well, this I, is I, the this I, is the point that I find it's almost yeah. two different shows now. I mean, I mean that up to this point, all of the Sunday contestants have been on one of the Saturday shows. Last night, like half of it, we had the. Two groups: the one who Gary tried to split up, and the Tanners of Rock, and then we had um, that the wedding singer girl as well, who who we'd not seen before. I felt like I'd seen her, but I couldn't remember her, so no, maybe no, I hadn't it seen her. Was her first time? Certainly on the main show. Maybe she'd been on. Do you think ITV just messed up, and there was an episode of a Saturday they forgot the show or something? Maybe they lost a tape. <laughs> <laughs> they lost a mini disc. Yeah. These de- these audition shows have gone by so quickly, despite them being on twice but across the weekend. It's really now. only sort of four weeks, and I mean it's two, it's two hours. Well, it's an hour and a half when you take away the adverts, really, isn't it? It's an hour and a half of auditions. But so, I think I could have much happier done week. ninety, yeah, a two-hour show on a Saturday night with yeah. the in the room, then the live show, rather than this splitting it over two nights. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, There's I... stuff all on BBC at the moment, unless sorry, you're a casualty fan. Um, so they could have easily won the time slot. So... Uh, 
Yeah, I think now I think we're all now anticipating boot camp. I think that's where it's going to sort of start getting on. Because again, I cut the the auditions for me really haven't been that memorable. There's not one. There's not anyone which I, who I'm thinking. Oh, I want to see them again. You know, I I think there's a good sort of. You know, it's going to be interesting when we get to boot camp because I can't and see. As or, you say, there's virtually no groups. Well, I think there's 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 four or five groups now, isn't there? And I think I read that. Um, there's there's going to be a, a girl group that's being sort of constructed out of out of solo. If it features one of that girl from Saturday Night, how gutted are her friends going to feel now? Not only did they take her out of a group to be on her own, now they're going to put her back in one. Yeah, I think, I think she's going to end up back in a group. Yeah, there's there, apparently Gary Barlow has has done um, a, a you know a girl group, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if it, uh, last <laughs> there's week a headline for you <laughs> last, last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had all three um sort of all those boy bands didn't we get three we had the you know the boy band from oh, the 90s and, and we UBMK had the UK and whatever it was and the, and the um Jake. what's the the uh, but the guys who didn't get us last year because they uh, the visa issues and and oh, sort yeah. of um you know American they're abs- express Conspicuous by their absence last night, the uh, the nostalgics were were not. Well, featured. you say conspicuous by their absence. Apparently, they were on the extra yeah. factor. Well, apparently, I what I read was that they they got through, but they decided not to c- continue because they didn't want to sort of hog a space. They yeah, again, but they did no. The uh, the nostalgics themselves dropped out of the competition because oh, okay. and what was because they, they, they didn't they'd... want to uh, take a space up for like younger acts. And also, I think it's got partly to do with... Well, like the... Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> yes. And I think it's got it's got uh, a lot to do as well, that if they got to judges' houses, it would cost them a lot of money in travel insurance to fly all those... <laughs> yeah, and what with all the oxygen tanks and, yeah. Yeah. and blood <laughs> pressure all, all machines and things. But to be fair, they've got a lot of that equipment for Louis Walsh, so it could have just, you know... <laughs> um, yeah, um, so that's the X Factor, but not particularly memorable... Uh, do we think all three of us will be watching this up until its demise at Christmas? I will be. Yeah. yeah. So that's, the live shows are well. much more of a, a you know, <sighs> there's not too much tinkering that they can do with the live shows that's going to make people turn off. The only thing that will make people turn off is if, again, that they get the novelty acts through and the it real acts. It doesn't seem to I be a Ryland or a Wagner this year. Is, I heard, this no, stage. no, I heard that... Um, that what's the face? That woman, uh, solely roots, will be getting through to the oh. live. You oh. will be this year's novelty act. I bet she will as well. Yeah, the X Factor continues with boot camp. It looks an interesting twist. I'm glad they've changed things around. Uh, it's going to take some explaining for people, I think, to just get their heads around it. It starts on Saturday at 8:20 on ITV. Okay, moving on now. Some things have disappeared from this list, and we'll move on till uh... only the Bake Off. The Bake Off. We Why still love it. The it had a soggy well, bottom. Gary hasn't seen the most recent one. We still oh, love it. It's still great. What? And you should still be watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Haven't you just told me you hadn't? Oh, I said I had. Oh. Well, it, it sounded it like good. you hadn't. Um, and somebody left. Rob. Rob, yeah. the scientist man, left this week. That was a bit of a shock, because the first couple of weeks he was he was looking yeah, like Yeah, but he never runner. progressed, did he? I no. think that's it. And I think, Luke, you were saying that, that um, you didn't know how it would sort of continue. You were unsure, you know, it would maintain your interest. And I, and I, I think you said to me that, that you're still... 
keeping I'm up with it. I'm still very much enjoying it. I still don't really know why. It's got an unbelievable amount of charm that goes along with it without being in your face. And I think as well, part of it is the sort of progression of the of the bakers. You know, like um, for example, the teacher. I can't remember his name. Is it Glenn? Really like yeah, him. Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, I think he's really good. And obviously, we've got a soft spot for Howard here on the podcast, haven't we? Well, though, definitely, you know? definitely. Uh, uh, okay, I, I, uh, I quite like the Ruby storyline. I know she annoys you, but I quite like the idea. They keep going back to the fact that she's doing her exams. I think, as you say, it's that little human touches throughout the show. Yeah, like they were saying, like she's doing her exams and Glenn's got like loads of exam papers to mark and stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, because these also books... proof that you can make a reality show in 2013 without everyone on it trying to better everyone and snipe behind everybody's back and be yeah. all aggressive. And I think they... that's why it failed in America because Americans want that from their reality shows and I think they're... They try and help each other. They mm. lend each other equipment. They give Unless each other guidance. stealing uh, custard or whatever it well, was. That's... And, but even yeah. then, I mean, how gutted did she look? And she got, she went out, so... Yeah. They do, Just... I, think, I think the success is, is Mel and Sue, the fact that it's genuinely nice people that you're watching. Life is full of surprises. Some good... Some not so much. Hola, it's Honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected turns has been an important part of our success. Pero we can use some help. Oh yes, la buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a State Farm agent you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in safeguarding your goals. Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Deck your home with Blinds.com DIY or let us install Free design consultation Plus free samples and free shipping Blinds.com invented a better way to buy custom high-quality window treatments with no showroom mock-ups or waiting around for quotes from pushy salespeople, saving you time and money for the holidays with upfront pricing right on our website. Go right now to Blinds.com. Satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction guaranteed. Shop Blinds.com's Green Monday sale. Get up to 45% off. Plus doorbuster deals. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Watching and that you're it's all banter. On. There's a lot yeah. of... It's just, yeah, it's... it's and if fun. I could repeat my comment for a few weeks ago, let me love cake me. And my comments, uh, you wouldn't know it to look at you. Uh, uh, I do on. whiz through the history parts, though. I still do that. I yeah, still look I at, uh, I'm not a fan of them. Oh, yeah. I don't mind those. Okay, uh, moving on. Staying on the BBC, uh, last Sunday, What Remains uh, came to an end. Uh, the, yeah. the drama, uh, the sort of uh, murder mystery, I suppose you could call it, sat around a very sort of creepy house with lots of flats. Uh, we found out. Uh, spoiler alert! If you if you haven't seen it yet, Gary, have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay. Um, I always like to check because I'm never. Yeah, sure. no fair point. 
um, that uh, it was the um, the sort of meek um, Peggy, I think her name was, who who was the uh, who turned out to be the killer, sort of unwittingly, I suppose, was the best way to put it, wasn't it? She sort of strangled her. Yeah, there were some good going. clues along the way. I, 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 I did kind of think back, if you remember back to the very first episode, when the police had surrounded the house, you know, when they'd found the body, she was shown approaching the house and then turned and walked the other way. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you felt it was because of her relationship with... Um, the, the dominant I knew you were going to say Luther's one. <laughs> I was just beat to it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and actually, it's because of her shame and guilt of the murder. Yeah, and that sort of entrap—that's sort of um, theme of it—the entrapment that I think all of the characters, in some way yeah. or another, were trapped by. Loneliness and, and mm. being forgotten, or alcoholism things. with the, the Stephen McIntosh character, or trapped like Russell Tovey was sort of still trapped in the past of his sort of, you know, his relationship yeah. with the math teacher and trying to get back by sleeping with the, you know, Liz, who we also found out, obviously, had uh, had come to stay with her teacher because um, of the of stabbing his stepfather or something like that, wasn't and it? Then it why, is... and, then, and then why? The only part that, again, I didn't quite get the background is the teacher, why confess to the murder you didn't do? Because he thought she'd done it and he wanted to protect her. He, yeah, but, but I don't really was. feel like that was enough because... It, Whichever way it went that's down, why they would be separated. Yeah, but that's why he he in the first place didn't talk about you know he didn't tell anyone that yeah. he found her body because he thought that that Liz had killed her and that's why he kept it a secret for for all that time. Uh, yeah, just I mean, uh, me and Luke have got differing opinions on this. I I don't know where Gary's sort of thing lies. I, ju- I'll say well, you say your, your opinions yeah, you and then I'll say my, my piece was was that. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the series, but I just I the last sort of ten minutes or so with all the action, with all the Luther's wife trying to you know get get the the girl who just had the Can baby. We call her then... Indira Varma from now on. Yes, please. Okay, just... all right. <laughs> no, but I like it. It's, it's our sort of uh, quaint podcast language. Um, it was just it seemed to end and then end again and then end again, and I think it almost sort of. It stretched dramatic license for me, especially when uh, Len sort of um, made his way up from being stabbed and got his crossbow and, and shot her. And I just think it was a little bit too much for me. I really, I have really enjoyed the series, though, and I, I do think it is one of the strongest dramas. But I just don't think, uh, for me, I, I didn't feel as satisfied as I possibly could have been. Well, I, I was completely satisfied. I was feeling a bit lacklustre and a bit low when they took the uh, creepy other teacher woman away and thinking, is that it? Is that where it's going to go now? And then it just, just got ramped up. I think the, the, there isn't enough action like that on television at the moment. There isn't enough, you know, surprise and edge-of-your-seat stuff. I was genuinely let out a big wow after the end. I just thought it was brilliantly done at the end. Really exciting. Really, really creepy. The house was a very creepy character and a very creepy setting. I just thought it was well done. I think it it did that really well. And as I've been let down so frequently by the endings of uh, The Guilty recently and Broadchurch, least we forget, this really, And The Lost Weekend thing. Uh, I I enjoyed the last weekend. Did you not um, like the guilty ending then? No, we'll I... talk about that. Actually, it's okay. not on the list to talk about. We'll talk no. about it. That's because someone here hasn't seen any of it. Matt, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, 
But yeah, I just thought, you know, really well done. I don't... Some people on Twitter today said, can we not see sort of David Threlfall's character being a private investigator and moving it on for another series? Don't do that. I know it's just people's comments. I thought he died. Do it. Well, you don't see his I body don't being think carried he away. Died. No, I don't well, think he died. Well, that's why he said to her, I don't want to be alone. I thought that's that why he was slipping off into death. Yeah, but for, I agree. for the sake of a second series, he wouldn't be dead. But I really don't think that they should do it. Here's, I think here's, four parts here's my theory. Here, here's how I felt. I, I kind of mostly agree with Matt. The last ten minutes was... To me, a little bit Can of I ask writing when, flair. Gary, when when did you watch it? What time of the day? Night, the night after. So okay, on the Monday so, but night. It, was, it was in the evening, though. You it was in it the in evening. The... Yeah, it was not probably around, probably an hour before the actual show time. Okay, because my, my thing with my reasoning behind why Matt might not have enjoyed it was if you watch it in the middle of the day in the on the computer, like he he may have done. Or he definitely did do. You're not going to get the same atmosphere as you do in a living room when it's pitch black outside, you've got a couple of lights on, and this is you no, and someone and, else. And, and, and I, I see your point, and I concede, I concede your point, Luke, that it was a shock and it was a surprise, but I just think it was a little bit of artistic and writing flair, like we want to do something at the end that's really quite shocking, but... So Not would you both have been happy if it had just ended with... But it wasn't a logical ending. At no point else in the show had you ever had this idea that he was thinking of moving into the house. Had at any point during the show... Well, you there saw that, 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 that he was, that that he was sleeping that. in a bed yeah. and things, that wasn't didn't he? Got... I have to say, that the thing with him moving in didn't bother no. me. No. Him sleeping there was completely different. You know, I would have shown much more of his loneliness at home and his, you know, much more of the disassociation with the neighbours and, you know, it, but it that's just didn't why quite get in, there. Yeah, I, got I think in... that he needed that connection and he did find the connection with the, uh, the the girl who had the baby and she needed someone as well, didn't she? And I think they found that, you know, instead of, of both being lonely, they yeah. found that connection with each other. I quite liked the unlikely friendship that developed. Yeah, I didn't mind that as much. It was just... It does seem to end and end again and end again, and I and, thought... And, and, you know, I didn't mind the crossbow ending and things like that. I, I, I think I realised that at that point it was going to be some sort of crazy ending. Um, I quite like the idea that she had ice brought in. You know, that Indira Varma's character did, did I, go mad. I just don't think it sort of married up with everything that had happened before. It just no. sort of... It spoilt the pace of what... The rest it's almost of the as series if he was like, I don't want a happy ending. I want to get as far away from a happy ending as I can get, but I've got to do something different. But this had an ending. This had an ending. So yeah. many dramas nowadays do not have endings. Yeah. They sort of end open-endingly, and but it the audience. That, it reminded me of that Rupert Penry Jones one. The, was it the last weekend? Yeah, which I really Where liked. I throughout know. the whole show, it's all done via flashbacks similar to this, and then right at the end, he comes up with this crazy numbers theory, where which that hasn't was a talked about. That yeah, and that's what I'm saying. There was just nothing leading me to that ending. It was just like tacked on the end, and that's what this felt like a bit. Oh, I don't agree at all. In fact, okay. yeah. Sorry, I go on, Luke. I was just I hate you both. Okay. No, you move uh, on to the guilty. I think we should talk about that because it's another. Uh, Gary, sort of... do you mind if we just sort of talk no, about spoiler, this? Really? Spoiler one. Spoiler I, 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 I might not ever watch it. If um, those who who may not have seen it, this was the three-part ITV drama set around the uh, the murder investigation of a young boy who'd gone missing back in 2008. His body had been discovered then. 
like 2013, five years later, Tasman Gregg played the um, the investigating officer who, first time around, had just gone on maternity leave when the investigation had started. The investigation it always the way. The investigation had been botched, and there was a lot of problems with evidence and stuff. And one of the the main suspect committed suicide. They sort of dropped the case, um, and now the body's been found. They're trying to not make the same mistakes that they did last time. Basically, uh, it turned out that the boy himself had actually committed suicide, or not, not sort of, not uh, accidental death. Accidental yeah. death, it was, wasn't it? I mean, he he was trying to emulate something he saw some older boys doing, where they were sort of hanging themselves and then getting down quickly, sort of making themselves dizzy. He hung himself with his brother's um, cord from his his dressing gown, I suppose we could say, couldn't we? Sort of like the belt of the dressing gown. Then the the dad seeing him dead thought the the brother had actually killed him, which was his son, yes. but not. It was his son from a previous relationship, and he did he not. He was want having to do... problems with mm. um, anger, and and he like much he... what Gary was saying about the what remains, where he didn't see it coming. Mm. This, I don't know. I didn't believe. But they had this. built that up. They had built up the sort of resentment of. of oh yes, that that much I liked. But I didn't believe that a, that a boy of that age would do something like that. But they did just, build up that he was like he'd like to emulate anything he saw and the, and the mm. you know the thing that the older lad. I think they'd set everything up, and I didn't mind it. And I, I thought think they revealed it too late, and they should have perhaps revealed it earlier and, on. And, and the the stuff where and then it turned out that the dad had moved the body to sort of make mm. make out that it was a um, you know it was a disappearance, and then he'd have to move it back again. Uh, I, I liked it, but my problem with the whole series has been that I just couldn't make a sort of emotional connection with any of the characters. So. I, but I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I wanted to like this so much. Mm. Every actor in there is incredibly credible and very good in each of their roles, but I just didn't, as to use your word, I didn't connect with anyone. I didn't care enough about anyone. No, I um, thought it was a and clever... And actually, I didn't like anyone particularly. No. Not even Tamsin Greg's character. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't mind like. Tamsin Greg. I thought she, I, I, I think you. I don't think you were meant to like her. I think she was meant to be quite a cold character who, who, who didn't deal well with emotional, you know, emotional stuff. And that's why it was interesting that she was leading this case that was sort of full of emotion in a way. And she was a perfect sort of counterpart to the Catherine Kelly mother, who was who was incredibly emotional. I also think that. Um... You know, this perhaps could have done... It was a bit paint-by-numbers drama, this, for me. A little the autistic bit. son yeah. angle. I could see why they did it. I don't think it was tacked in and, no. and put in, but I don't think it was handled particularly well or particularly sensitively. Um, but again, ITV... I don't think I would have stomached a fourth episode of this. Three episodes seemed about right. See, I don't um, agree. I think, I think if you'd had a fourth episode, I think you could, you know, you'd, you'd have had more time to spend with the characters, and I think maybe then, I think maybe that was the issue I had was that it was all plot, 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 plot. It there wasn't enough actually, time. That might be that might be a good point. They could have paced it out a lot yes, differently uh, if they've had yeah. four. Yeah. What idiot uh, said three was enough? Four was yeah. four would have been good. Uh, right. Moving on to something on Channel Four. Uh, the Fried Chicken Shop, which returned for a, uh, a, a whole series after being a one-off uh, documentary earlier in the year where we saw life in a day of a fried chicken shop. I personally had never seen the uh, the, the pilot episode of it. 
So I, I sort of, you both were, were fans of the, the pilot, weren't you? Um, yeah. Luke and Gary. Um, yeah, well, only because it was completely novel mm. and bizarre. For, and I uh, think it was stuck in a lot of, there was a lot of very serious stuff on at the time, and this was quite light-hearted. I I have to say, as someone who I I wasn't very impressed by it, and I I was surprised that I wasn't because I'm a big fan of of these sort of I suppose they call them ob obs docs, don't they? Ob, observational yeah. documentaries where they just you know stick the cameras in the in in various locations, like you know educating Yorkshire at the moment, twenty four hours in A and E, and the hotel and things like that. Um, here though, I think the main problem was that you know, these customers don't spend that long in the shop. So you don't form that sort of connection with them. And there's also, like, there's no big characters. I mean, I like the two lads behind the counter, but, I, you know, you just didn't get enough information on anyone. It almost felt like a bit of a sort of sketch, you know. You know, there were little bits here and there. And, I again, I didn't really care about many of the customers. I just thought, you know, especially the, the younger mem- you know, the younger customers. Do, do just... you know what it is? I think, what, what's the name of this woman who runs Channel 4 at the moment? Jay, what's the Jay face? Hunt. Jay Hunt. I think it's basically, this is a case of, the one-off did quite well. It got quite a lot of buzz on Twitter. It did quite well in reviews. So let's go back and have a three-parter. But I think you're right, Matt. It's been exposed a little bit mm. as a nice idea to use a chicken term, not a lot of meat on the bone. <laughs> Luke, any, anything to add or should we move on? It, it was enjoyable enough and I will watch the, the next two, but it, it, you know, it, we didn't need three more. It would have been just a novel... I wouldn't off. have minded another one-off six months after and then maybe another one six months after that. Yeah, but that would have been. That might have been a bit better. But also, what Channel Four are doing now is they've, they've the, the, this Tuesday coming and next more gypsy specials. Why? I thought they'd yeah. completely exhausted the gypsy front of things. So they I always do, do very well, though, don't they? I think that's they do. But that is shouldn't be the only reason to. I keep mean, I I I, I stopped watching the gypsies after Thelma's Gypsy Girls, which was just the worst yeah, program. Yeah, moved on to ever some seen. girls. Oh God! Um, moving on to um, uh, talking of, of awful sitcoms, uh, Wednesday night uh, we had Father Figure, Jason Byrne, who uh, the Irish comedian who who um, he's quite he's a, Irish, not to stereotype him at all. He's quite a likable presence. Well, well, it did a bit in the. I have to say, oh yeah, no, terrible. The, the Irish dancing here. Um, it was just like I, I will say in its defence, I thought the majority of the cast I thought were quite a, a likable bunch. I mean, we had uh, Poiling McClear, Mrs Doyle from Father Ted. We had Luther Stars, um, Dermot Crowley, and Michael Smiley, and um, obviously Jason Byrne in the lead role. But it was just uh, you know it's, it was just everything. All the comedy cliches were there, like the hatless dad. The kids who were running amok and running, you know, running rings around the adults. The mother who... Actually, the mother with a serious drinking problem. I don't think that's much of a comedy character. The prudish neighbours. The prudish neighbours. The other neighbour who's really annoying. I mean, I, again, I, I I have to... Miss, Mrs Doyle, as I, I keep calling her, Pauline McClynn, I thought she was good. Her 
her sort of physical comedy, and she's still got that from her Father Ted days, I think. Mm. It, it was the best thing here. But when, when someone comes in with a massive cake, you know that someone at the end of the day is either going to get it all over their face or is going to end up falling over it. And I just thought... Sitting that, in it or something that, like that. That, that yeah. gag alone. And then you had the, the thing where she was hitting him with the, the roast chicken. I just think there was too many... You know, old cliche jokes. I felt like I was I'd I'd missed the first three episodes of this program. This felt like episode four and this, of, of this a sitcom. Sh- yeah, Gary, it's interesting it's how you I say like that it. because initially this wasn't meant to be the first episode. There was a right. there was a different and, and episode. Now I know that that makes yeah. perfect schedule. I think this was meant to be ep, ep two. I think ep one was was one coming up about a, a TV or something like that because and, there uh, was just no back. Ground, there was no explanation. Deck your home with blinds.com. DIY or let us install. Free design consultation. Plus free samples and free shipping. Ho, ho, ho! Blinds.com invented a better way to buy custom high-quality window treatments with no showroom mock-ups or waiting around for quotes from pushy salespeople, saving you time and money for the holidays with upfront pricing right on our website. Go right now to Blinds.com. Satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction guaranteed. Shop Blinds.com's Green Monday sale. Get up to 45% off plus doorbuster deals. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There was nothing, and I think it's killed it. And I think I, I will be very surprised if Father Vicky gets a second series because yeah. of that mistake, maybe. And you really can't blame Jason Byrne for that. No. Uh, Luke, did you watch this? I did watch it, and I've been ill ever since. I didn't yeah. put it down. <laughs> the Are the two combined? My, yeah. Actually, the best comment about this came from my mum, who, who was watching it, because um, it was on after the news, and she was watching it in bed and fell asleep watching it. And she she yeah. she watched it again on iPlay the next day, and she's, I, I wanted to see if it was funnier when I was fully awake, and it wasn't. Can I, I ask you a question? <laughs> Has yeah, there been a decent BBC comedy on at 10.35 this year? Ever. No, well, ever, no, I'm going to say this ever. year. Cause, ever. Because... I've got one. I've got one. Go on. Outnumbered started at 10.35. Yes, that's a very good no, point. You are. That's why my I said quite, this my year. Quest, I my, question is, my question is, some... Hang on. Hello? Somebody has, somebody has obviously seen Father Figure... Um, you know, and put it on at 10.35, quite why they can't just shelve it if they think it's that awful. Why don't they just not play it? Do they have to play it? Why is this on at 10.35 and Bad Education is hidden on BBC Three? I don't know. Do they have... My question is, do they have to play it if they think... Because it's been made and because it's been filmed. I happen to know that ITV have got loads of shows on the shelf that they've never played. Well, there what, was that why? show with Emma Willis that they cancelled, wasn't Has it there? got something to do with the licence fee and they've used I the reckon it is. The fact that they yeah. feel like they've used the yeah. money, they should at least show the end product. But the problem with it is, firstly, if you're going to put on a new comedy, put it on where comedy should be on a Friday night, regardless of whether it's... I'm promoting it. I didn't see what? any promotion for this at all. I didn't see do any what? adverts for this or anything. As much as we criticise Channel 4, put a series of pilots out. 
put some comedy pilots out and let the audience choose which they feel could be made into a series. I think the phone shop got made into a series because of that. that You might not like it. You might not like it, but obviously it had an audience because people did vote for it. The problem with, and I am aware we've now been talking for 54 minutes, and this might not be interesting for for everyone listening. The problem with with Father Figure and with everything else is it's just too bland. People Mm. are more intelligent now. They expect more from television. It's comedy by committee, isn't it? It just seems like everything... Mm, Like the right way and and vicious we've had and and how how Jason Byrne will, will move on from this mm-hmm. I don't because know. you'd li- you'd listen to the I think it was Gary wasn't it who who yeah I've heard some it. of the radio show it's it's nowhere near as bad as this it's fairly funny and I Perhaps think again they said that about um, Arthur Strong didn't they 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 a lot of people complained that that it was. It, it wasn't as good as the um, the, the radio show. Moving on, um, all from Black came from radio. So, mm. and League of Gen- I mean, a lot of a lot of sitcoms yeah. have come from radio. League of Gentlemen, anyway, and yeah. Moving on, uh, Orphan Black, which was uh, a Canadian TV show, uh, started on uh, Friday night uh, with a two-parter. This was previously available on the iPlayer as well. I'm assuming Gary watched this. I don't think Luke did. Am I right? Yes. How dare you, Matt? Did Luke, you did want- you watch it? No. <laughs> uh, very quickly, because uh, I know we've, we've used a lot of time, uh, this is very good. It's very different. It's about someone who steals someone else's identity uh, purely by accident. Um, there's an accident on a train station. The woman leaves behind her handbag full of all of her stuff in it, and it turns out that this kind of downtrodden single mother looks very much like this woman and steals her identity. And in the first episode, actually manages to convince her, her boss and the, the person's boyfriend that she is this other woman. Um, so, but there appears to be a lot of stuff behind it. There's a big conspiracy behind it, uh, and it looks fantastic. And I can't wait to watch episode two. You can now. I know I've got it saved. Well, but I'm doing go. a podcast right now, if you don't mind. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, also, right, and we're moving on now to. Uh, two well, what shows. did you think of it, Matt? What did you think? I've of not seen it. Oh, well, there you go. I said, I said, why, I'm why assuming that you... because I win. Because I've seen it, you haven't. Yay! And one show I'm assuming I I've seen and you two haven't is uh, Downton Abbey, which yeah, uh, I, I, I I wouldn't have watched had it not been. Yeah, did you choose to watch it? No. Reviewing purposes only. Um, I've watched this sort of sporadically since it started Downton Abbey, and and it's it's enjoyable enough, but it's I don't see the hype surrounding. I don't get it. Not aimed at us. No, but I, I just so don't get it. Us. I mean, there's there's friends of my age who really enjoy it, and and I just I just don't get it. Um, Maggie Smith is very good in it, and and Michelle Dockery who plays the the eldest sister, Lady what Mary. What does she have? Well, who knows? Who knows what I'll Same accent. as Abs from uh, yeah. Big God Brother. knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this series uh, st- obviously followed on from the Christmas special where uh, Matthew passed away. He died. And, yeah. And, and he died Mary, of not being Mary alive spends anymore. The, Mary spends the, the the majority of the episode staring off into the distance, which which is which is uh, you she know she has that that nineteen twenties illness that we don't grief, uh, look on her face, um, and basically it took uh, Maggie Smith to talk her out of it. But this mm. was just again I, too long, ninety minutes. Uh, it didn't need to be that long, and it was just quite a, a, lo- a downbeat start because of the grieving process and everything like that. But I bet you it got ten million. 
Oh, it got nine million, but that's yeah, not. That's just overnight. It's not consolidated. It's yeah, so it will get over There's... ten and consolidated. I mean, Did... it's well acted. It's lavishly produced and all that, what? but it's just. What it's... is the hype about it? Exactly. That's that's my point. My point. Uh, by any means, was up against it on BBC One. I wanted to talk about this, but again, I'm aware of how much time we have taken up of your day. If you're listening to this now, um, BBC One's new sort of crime thrillery, please. Espionage, just blah, blah, blah. Matt first. Hello. Um, basically, <laughs> oh, you're right, Matt. How are you? You're oh, right. God. I'll do the uh, the premise of it. Shall I? This was basically. Yeah. Um, I thought I just did it. <laughs> I called it crimey espionage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll elaborate on on Luke's uh, very. That's con- okay. Clear, concise, I've done. All, I've done the groundwork. Basically, this was from uh, Tony Jordan, creator of uh, Hustle and uh, Life on Mars as well. Um, mm. uh, basically, three, um, I don't know, they, they were sort of operating for the, for the law, well, the, but outside the law at the same time. Yeah, the, the, um, the term of, that was yeah. used in the press release and was used all over my review, um, clandestine. Oh, okay. Uh, I use that. It's kind of a grey area, as they kept saying that throughout the si- throughout the thing. Also, basically... did anyone catch how many times they used the phrase "by any means"? Any means. At any yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this first episode saw them try and, and um, catch Keith Allen's sort of career criminal by um, you know breaking into his house and and uh, getting his sort of therapist notes and all this. I mean, I I thought that the best thing about it for me was the banter between the three characters, and I think Tony Jordan is very good at sort of writing this, um, you know, the sort of bantery dialogue. But what it didn't have anything else going for it, into there wasn't anything behind that. And another issue I had with it, and I know we love Warren Brown on this podcast, but I thought we he do. was woefully miscast in this. I thought yeah. he he's good at playing sort of you know salt of the earth down to it, you know. Down to earth characters. Yeah, good I know exactly what you mean. He, he's not someone I would see sort of a, an annoying, flashy leader of a group no, in the same way. Exactly. Like Mark Warren or Adrian Lester did in Hustle. I think he's much more used to playing like you know people we can identify with. He's, he's people too we like. A, he's too much of a yeah, exactly. He's too much of a likable presence to pull off what he yeah. was playing. Similarly, uh, Andrew Lee Potts here was just playing the same character he played in Primeval. And there was just, it just, they didn't explain enough of what. Can I, tell you, uh, I, 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 I agree with Gary quickly, and I just think it was a lot cleverer. It was they, they yeah. thought it was a lot cleverer than it actually was. Right, Gary, go. Well, I, I agree with a lot of the points. No, I, I agree with a lot of the points, and I, I really just wanted to add there was an air of hunted about this. You know, oh. that kind of like spying and looking in on other people, which failed completely in hunted. Um, I, I felt. Having Keith Allen in it meant that you were focused more on him, and yet he really wasn't in it and that Martin much. Martin Jarvis, what was that all about? Well, I, yeah. but again, I think this was a well-cast show. Uh, yeah. But again, where's the script? Where, it, where? I'm sorry, but there's no depth to the characters. There's no background to the characters yet. What the heck is Gina McKee doing? Do you know what? This? She was laughable for me. She was absolutely what is she doing laughable. In this? I thought she was just a caricature. It was she oh. was almost well, not the worst thing about it, but very nearly one of the worst things about it for me. Gina this McKean. was uh, crime drama by numbers for me. Well, it, it was. It was. That's the problem, it's, and I, I, I think no. it's the sort of thing the BBC would have made 
nine or ten it's... years ago, they've progressed a heck of a lot better than that in in the time. Eight, I mean, Warren please? Brown is. I don't know that Warren Brown, outside of Hollyoaks, which Matt was probably going to say if I didn't bring it up first, had ever picked, has ever done something I haven't liked. Was he in Hollyoaks? But that was his yeah. first sort of. That was his transition, wasn't it? That oh, was right. the first thing he'd ever done. And I have there's, to say, this is perhaps the these. first contemporary drama, first contemporary BBC One drama. I didn't watch The White Queen. I don't class that as contemporary. This is contemporary. First BBC One primetime contemporary drama since about 2009, which I'm just saying, no, I'm not watching. I'm, I didn't enjoy it enough to go back for episode two. I'm doing a map. Yeah, More I'm probably going to be the same, and and yeah. And actually, uh, Truckers, which is coming very soon. I was just going to mention um, that. Actually. Is just well, exactly I, the same. I have to I'm say not I'm not exactly look at liking the look of Atlantis either. Again, well, that looks very like. Are we? Are we? Do, are you? Who's doing this BBC whinge then? I think. Well, I, I think I've sort of done it. it. I just think I was thinking about back to last year. We had things like Good Cop and Accused and Last Tango in Halifax. So, of course, we had our Hunteds, and I really enjoyed, bizarrely, Secret of Quickly Hall as well. We just hadn't had anything of that calibre or or stuff to look forward to this autumn. I think the BBC One, specifically BBC One, is in a mess with its And they're bringing back now. the Paradise as well. The Paradise is going to take that. up eight Tuesday nights. Uh, once new tricks finishes, so that's another fifty one drama that I won't be watching. And we do have Sherlock series three. Calm yeah. down. Next, next year, year. Next, year. Car advert. Next, next year. year. Well then hibernate. Moving swiftly Luke, on. Are we? I was gonna do uh, a the... smooth transition there and you just Oh off. sorry. <laughs> Only Connect returns tonight, Monday the 23rd of September, Woo! if you're listening to this tonight. Uh, 8.30. Uh, also, the Emmy Awards, which we somewhat spoiled, uh, can be found on 5 USA. Don't even know if I have that channel. I yes, enjoy going through yeah, Sky and finding out. If it's on Sky, you do. Okay. Really. Uh, the Wrong Man's, which I highly recommend. Um, it's really, really well done, really slick, and really funny. Uh, BBC Two, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Um, Northern Irish Channel 4 is, is that, a brand that's new That's not comedy. what that's called, though, is it? Isn't it called what? London Irish? Oh, I do apologise. It's is called me. London <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, just, just goes uh, to prove that I will read whatever is written. <laughs> London like Irish. Rob Burgundy. <laughs> Rob Burgundy of Kidderminster. Yeah, it's a Rob Burgundy thing. <laughs> Dear yeah. podcast, go. I, I have no idea. I, I, I've seen a trailer it says for London this. Irish on my document. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have, I've seen one trailer for this and I know virtually nothing else about it but I will give it a shot uh, London Irish um, on Tuesday at 10 o'clock that's channel 4 Castle returns to 5 for a third series on Tuesday as well that's at 10 and Strictly Come Dancing finally returns to BBC One after a three week break um, to get the Quite autumn the dancing this over with Friday the 27th of September and the following Friday it is not on uh, because have I got news for you and Citizen Kana back so this is the only time Ugh. this is on a Friday night um, so Friday Sorry, the 27th yeah, uh, Friday the 27th of September, 9 o'clock, Bruce, Tess, and all the people in their spangly outfits, including the uh, the hairy biker Deborah Mead and Anne Mark Benton of Waterloo Road. And Vanessa. All, t- all Vanessa. All also, taken I ought to, the to say that the, the same hairy biker is on Nevermind the Buzzcocks, which returns tonight. Yeah, hosted by uh, DCI Cloth John Hanna, yep. which you might want to watch as well. I've got that Sky Plus, if you care. 
Um, is there anything in that in those previews that anybody? Wait, you, ha- you haven't finished yet. You haven't finished. Have There's I? two is more. There's... Ah, it's two more. Is there not on my page? Oh, there is. Yeah, go Sorry. down. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot. I didn't know my mouse could go down. Uh, Agents of Shield, which is a Marvel uh, comicy US. Action Action adventure series series based upon the Avengers Avengers Assembled film, uh, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Get it very soon after the US, who gets it this week. They get it, I think, on Wednesday. We get it on four on Friday. Uh, The IT crowd follows that at nine o'clock. It's the final episode of Gray and Linehan's series, which I believe began in 2006 and has launched the careers of. Richard Adewayo and Catherine Parkinson and Chris O'Down. I am, if again, we're talking about the scheduling one more time, and I've said this before, if I were Channel 4, save that for blooming Christmas. Yeah. Save that for Christmas. Give us something to look though, forward to. Though I can see why you put it on after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It has a big crossover element. It's geeks. Well, yeah, I suppose. Superhero I geeks see... followed by IT crowd geeks. But, but when, they... when Channel yeah. 4's got so few stuff to put on at Christmas... Let's hope they have an educating Yorkshire There's Christmas There'll probably be an really 8 out of 10 Cat Stars Countdown Christmas special, so... Do you think they'll have a Christmas educating Yorkshire? I'd love to see that. No, no because they're already in Christmas they now. They started in January. Yeah. But they could go, go back. back. They're not going to go back to the school again, I don't think. I don't think Maybe they could do a fried turkey shop. Uh, no. Matt and Matt will be back next week on the podcast to stump oh, all over just, every just TV me. dream I have. Yeah, you'll be am back I, am to I stump I on my own next no. week. Oh, God, will this be is back. how I find out I'm fired. What, what's going on? <laughs> Matt will be back hey, to stump all over joke. my it dreams wasn't that bad. <laughs> next week. If you want to download this podcast, you can do so from the website, thecustardtv.com. You can also do it within iTunes, and just while you wait for it to download, you can give us a five-star review. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the custard TV. We're also on Zbox, though we don't update it very often. Um, I think that's all of our social medias covered, aside from our Twitters. I am at LukeCustardTV. Um, I would like for you to know that uh, on Saturday it was World Gratitude Day. I would be thankful if you'd follow me at The Gary Show. And I'm at Matt's TV Bites, and I don't even know what day it is today. It's Sunday, Matt. Okay. Uh, this has been the Custard TV Podcast. <laughs> we will be back in the same ears as we were this week uh, very, very soon. Make sure you join us. If you have anything to say about any of the comments we've made, maybe you loved by any means, maybe you hated the ending of What Remains, maybe you really enjoyed the fried chicken shop, and maybe, maybe, you were the one person who enjoyed Father Figure. We would love to hear from you. You are Jason Byrne. Yes, you (laughs) are Jason Byrne. Come on here and defend yourself. It's the Custom TV Podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay, then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.